All right, welcome back to Formate Arbitration. Let me start this one off by telling JB, uh, I appreciate his episode last week. Uh, fantastic job. That guy, he he's something special. Uh, something special. He's, he's the shop steward of about six stations here in Nashville that don't have shop stewards. Um, Formal A for 16 stations. Uh, answers all kind of emails and calls from people across the country looking for templates and things like that. Uh, and then goes home, has a home life. Uh, son plays baseball. He's at practice all the time with that. He's something else, man. Special guy. So I appreciate you, JB, coming on last week, educating. That was fantastic. This week I was going to do a salted peanuts episode. Um, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something different. Uh, forgive me for those of you who have reached out to me last week. Uh, I've had a lot of personal stuff going on, and uh, I may not have gotten back to you like I normally do. I'm sorry. Uh, so please forgive me. Um, next week will be different. But I've just had a lot of stuff going on, and so I uh, hope you understand. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, kind of taken away from me me helping like I normally do so forgive me on that what I'm going to talk about today I've had numerous emails numerous emails about uh, the union and I know y'all get tired of this but I don't care um, about the union at, at every step refusing to to help uh, and, and I've had 50 episodes out of my 80 have been on this on this subject. Um, we've got we've been helping APW all week. We've been helping rural carriers all week. Uh, obviously, helping city letter carriers all week, and all of it is the same thing. No representation. I don't see how we've lasted this long as as a union. By not representing our people. I just don't. Uh, and I can tell you what it is. I know for a fact what it is. And we're going to talk about it today. Um, I remember when I went down to Florida, when uh, Josh and Kira asked me to come down to speak uh, to their branch, talked about empowerment. Uh, I talked about baking a cake and what would be the two ingredients I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but here's the problem with the lack of representation. And here's the problem with our union not supporting our brothers and sisters. I, I hear all the time and I see all the time where people say, the union is all of us. It's everybody from the letter carrier all the way up to the president of the union. The union is everybody. And that's true. You know, we are all the union. But we have to act <laughs> like a union. At every level. It's great to say that we're all the union, but the letter carrier can't be toting all the weight. Uh, and that's just a fact. The problem when you have a breakdown like that, uh, whether it be NLC, APWU, Rural Care Union, the problem is love. That's the bottom line. If I tell you I love you, what do you think that means? What does that mean to you? Some people say, you don't even know me. How could you love me? But if I say, I love you, what does that mean? 
when you tell your children that you love them, what does that mean? To me, it means that you're going to do everything humanly possible to protect them. That's what it means to me. When I say I love you, when, I, when I'm on this podcast and I tell y'all that I love you, it means that I will do everything humanly possible to protect you. That's what that means to me. And I think that our union is lacking the most basic ingredient when it comes to representation. Our union is lacking love. And that's the bottom line. Love is the most powerful thing that you can give another person. It just is. For the union to survive and to flourish like it should, there has to be love. When I was talking down there in Florida, I talked about each step, the informal, formal, B-team, business agent, national. Because if each step loves our brothers and sisters, then you would see the most powerful unit in the Postal Service by far. You would see the union as it's designed to be. If every step loved the city letter carrier, their brother and sister, we don't have that. We don't have that at all. The city letter carrier, if, if everybody in the station loved each other and they acted that way, nobody, nobody would step on that floor and cause division or confusion. No manager would come on that floor and be a bully or a tyrant. No supervisor would step on that floor and be a bully and a tyrant. If every letter carrier loved each other on that workroom floor, the letter carrier controls what happens on that workroom floor. That, that's plain and simple. If the letter carriers, if they don't want to be bullied, they're not going to be bullied. If you're a station and you have a bully as a supervisor or a manager, it's because we are allowing that to happen. There's too many things in place to keep that from happening. There is a lot of things in place to keep that from happening. But you have to love each other for it to work like it should. You've got to. The shop steward. The shop steward, if he loves his carriers, is the most powerful person on that floor. Not the manager, not the supervisor, not the MCSO, not the district manager. The most powerful individual on the workroom floor is the shop steward. If he loves his carrier, if he loves his carriers, if he does not love his carriers, then that station is ruined. That station is lost. It's that simple, really. If the shop steward does not love his people, they're worthless. They're worthless. If they do love their people, they will do everything humanly possible to protect them from anything, from anything. If the shop steward loves the city letter carrier, nothing moves on that workroom floor unless it's gotten permission from the shop steward. That's the power of love. The formal step A representative. If he loves the city letter carrier, he will do everything humanly possible to protect the city letter carrier. He will study everything that needs to be studied. He will research everything that needs to be researched. Nothing moves in that city unless the formal A gives permission. 
That's the power of love, and that's the power of the formal Step A rep. If you've got a formal Step A representative that loves his people, that is a devastating force, truly. Uh, JB loves the city letter carrier in Nashville, and so he has done what it takes to make sure that we're protected. My carriers are protected because JB is so good. I am protected because JB is so good. And JB is so good because he has done what it takes to make sure that, that nobody will be taken advantage of. Formal step A's, you have to love the city letter carrier if you're going to be successful. I've said this so many times in the past about love, passionate love affair, love your people. Because honest to God, if you love the city letter carrier, this union will be the most devastating union that's ever been formed. And that's just how it is. As the B team, if you love the city letter carrier, you won't give in to cowardice in your decisions. You won't be swayed by anybody, friend or foe, in your decisions. If you love the city letter carrier, if you love the city letter carrier, you wouldn't care if the business agent said they're going to take you out of your position if you don't stop giving cease and desist. If you don't start watering down your decisions, if you don't stop impassing things because of a cease and desist, if you love your carrier, you would tell them, I'm going to do what's contractually right to protect my people. That's what you would do. I'm still getting hundreds of B-team decisions from around the country where the B-team refuses to protect the city letter carrier with a cease and desist. They refuse to give an escalated monetary award when the case file clearly calls for it. That's because there is no love for the city letter carrier in that B team. There is none. I would not last in the B team because if the business agent called me and said, hey, why are you sending up these cases just for a cease and desist? Well, because it calls for a cease and desist. Well, if, if you don't quit impasse, then I'm going to remove you. Okay, well, tell me when you want me to go back to my route. We have got to love the city letter carrier if we're going to be successful. It gets tiresome coming on here and saying the same thing. I know that when we go out of town, the crew that, that I'm on was on, um, Jason Ashley, Cliff Stoddard, Chris Strickland, we'll be down there together. And when we leave each other, we tell each other we love each other. That's what we tell each other. We tell each other we love each other. You know why? Because we know that we would do whatever it takes to protect each other and protect the city of letter carrier. We're down there on a common goal to take care of our brothers and sisters. So we have no issue hugging each other and telling each other we love each other and meaning that from the bottom of our heart. I think a lot of people take that word love to mean weakness. It's the exact opposite to me. It's the exact opposite. I think there's there's not a tougher word than love. There's not a more passionate word than love. To me, the word love is the ultimate in badassery. That's just how I feel. Because if I love you, or if you love me, then we're not going to let anything happen to each other. I will protect you at all costs. That's love. If I tell you that I love you, that means if Satan came up and got you himself, I would go to hell to get you back. 
That's what love means. That's what love means to me. That's the power of love. If Satan came and got you and took you to hell, I would go there to get you and bring you back. We're missing that as a union. And it's unfortunate. All week long, I have seen this over and over. It's taken over help with grievances. It's taken over help with discipline, with Article 8. The lack of love in this union is concerning. If every memo that came out or every letter that came out from the National, from Renfro, from Barner, from Henry, from whoever, Peralta, if every letter that came out, when they signed it, rather than it saying in solidarity, if it said, I love you, how powerful would that be? In solidarity. That sounds good, but what what if they changed that and they said, I love you, Brian Renfro. I love you, Paul Barner. I love you, James Henry. I love you, Manny Peralta. The power of love will move mountains. It will cause a revolution. That's the power of love. We don't have it. We have very little of it. All you have to do is get on Facebook and see that. I, you know, this is not an episode. When I woke up this morning, I had no intention of doing this. No intention. But if you saw what I saw all week long, it's distressing. It's concerning. The amount of failed leadership that we have in the NELC. The lack of education, the inability to educate is is mind-numbing. It really is. Uh, You have business agents that refuse to do anything. Straight pieces of shit. I've I've got three business agents. I get 95% of my complaints are on the same three. Just lumps of shit have no idea how they got their position. No idea. They gotten in there and they're taking y'all's dues and not doing a fucking thing. It's unbelievable. It really is. You talking about lack of love. They got, they got lack of courage, lack of willpower, lack of motivation, lack, lack of any desire to do anything worthwhile. I was offered a position not too long ago uh, with National, and uh, I'm not going to tell what it is or who offered it to me. But I was offered a position to come on and do a specific thing. Uh, I turned it down. I wasn't interested. But the person said that they would get back to me and uh, that I was on a list of one, which means I was the only one on the list to get this job. And... And they never called me. They offered it to me, never called me back. And then I hear later on that it was because of the influence from the business agents that hate this podcast. That it was their influence that, that swayed this individual into not giving me or offering me this position. It was their influence. Now think about that. I've never once got on here and named a business agent. I've never dropped one name. 
So obviously, if business agents have rallied against me, it's because I'm saying something that's right about them. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Huh? Because I've never caught anybody's name. Now, I'll be in Boston, and if the business agents want to come talk to me about it and ask if I'm talking about them, I will tell you that I'm talking about you. I have no problem with that. And if you want to, we'll dust it off right there. Straight up. Dust it off. I have no issues with that. But we've got three that are straight up pieces of shit. Refuse to do anything to help their brothers and sisters. We have a lack of love in this union. A lack of love. You know, I get things out. People talk to me all the time up there about um, the business agent things they say. And I always say that winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. That's how I feel. Winners focus on winning and losers focus on winners. <laughs> so if you focused on me, that should tell you something. If you're saying I don't know what I'm talking about on here, I'll put my resume up against anybody in the country. I don't ever talk about it, but I will right here. As far as things that I know, how to put a grievance together, how to present a grievance in arbitration. I've been a shop steward since 2006, and I've lost two grievances in that time. As the formal A met with over 3,000 grievances and had a 95% winning percentage, 3,000 grievances. An arbitration advocate, I'm 105 and 38. 105 and 38. Find somebody that can fuck with that. Okay? I don't talk about my record because that's bad karma. But since I've, I've been removed from all that, I can talk about it because I ain't going back in there. So, so anybody that tells you I don't know what I'm talking about, tell them to show you their record. Put it up against that. That's not, I didn't start this podcast to toot my own horn. As a matter of fact, out of 80-some episodes, that's the first time I'll ever tell you my record on anything. But as business agents, they need to get their, their nose out of my business and put it back into theirs. You're failing your people. You're a complete failure. No doubt. And you're worried about me. Remember when I was talking about Going down there and, and like school children, y'all y'all act like school children. Y'all are who I'm talking about, the business agents. I don't mind saying that. We have a lack of love in this union. It's plain and simple. There's a lack of love. And this episode is not going to be long. I'm fixing to be done. But But that is something that has been on me all week. The amount of emails that I've gotten would shock you about business agents refusing to help their people, about shop stewards refusing to help their people, about branch presidents refusing to help their people, and they have nowhere to go, and they are begging me for help, and there's nothing I can do. Nothing. I can't tell you to call your business agents because they're, they're pieces of shit. You know, my shop steward ain't helping me. I can't tell you to call your branch president because they're pieces of shit. No help from the NLC. It's a lack of love.
period. It's a lack of education, period. What happened to us, man? Completely frustrating. And, and this may turn a lot of y'all off of me, and that's okay, too. That's okay, too. Uh, next week, I will not have an episode because I'll be at regional training. The next week, Mr. Possing is going to come on. He's going to talk about the grievance procedure, filing grievances. And then the next week, I'll be back on talking about salted peanuts, doing the best we can to educate. But until our union understands the concept of love, we will never be the union that we should be. We just won't. I, I've, I've not heard from anybody from National saying anything. But have you ever heard anybody say they love you? You ever heard a business agent say they love you? You ever heard a branch president say they love you? You ever heard a shop steward say they love you? When I talk about a ground roots uprising, you're the most influential person in the post office city letter carrier. When I talk about that, that starts with love. That starts with love. You can do anything. You can change anything if you love each other. City letter carriers, we can control that. We can control loving each other. You influence votes. You influence elections with love. Okay? It really is that simple. My grandson, Jace, I've talked about him a little bit. He's the love of my life. I love that boy. There's no words. Really isn't. But when Jace was born, my daughter and Jace's dad were not married. And so they lived with us a little bit. And then, um, and then the dad went elsewhere. And so it was my daughter and Jace. And so, you know, he was my guy. I mean, you know, wherever I was, there was Jace. I was holding him. He's asleep on my shoulder. Um, so that's how we grew up. That's how he grew up. You know, was, he calls me home dog. And so, you know, he'd be walk, barely could walk coming through the house, home dog, you know, and I'd go run and get him and pick him up. Uh, but when we would go places like the park, and we'd be out, and he'd hear something in the woods. Stick may have fell or something. It'd scare him to death. And he'd turn around, man, just lumber to me, his eyes wide open, you know, those arms out. And I was like, what is it, baby? And he'd come running up to me, and I'd snatch him up, you know. And, man, he'd put those arms around my neck, you know, and I'd grab him. I was like, what is it, buddy? And he'd turn around with that little finger and point in the woods. I was like, so I'm trying to get you? <laughs> and he'd just lay that head over on me, man. Do you know why he did that? You know why he came running to me? Because he knew that without, without question, I loved him. And without question, I would protect him from anything and everything that came out of them woods. He knew that for a fact at that young of an age, that home dog would die to protect me. That's what he knew. That my love for him was so great that he could come to me and seek refuge. NALC, the city letter carrier, has to know the same thing about you. That your love for them is so great that you will do anything and everything to protect them. They have to know that. And they don't. I'm telling you, as a fact, they do not. And until they do, they'll be wandering in the wilderness 
with no place to go, no leadership, no help. I don't know how it's come to this. This is not why I started this, to tell you the truth. It's to straight educate because we're not educating. But the things that I've seen this week are completely demoralizing. Completely. I just don't get it. It's a lack of love. It is a lack of education. An unwillingness to educate. You want us dumb and barefoot down here in ELC on this floor. And that makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. Why you want your, your city letter carriers dumb? What does that gain you by having us uneducated? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Jeremy's going to put something up on the website, and it's something that some people have come together to write. We're in collective bargaining. If, it, if they present something to us and we do not like it, if it's the status quo, which, which we do not deserve, we deserve much better than the status quo. Too many, too many issues have to be dealt with on this contract. We cannot settle for the status quo. So if the, the proposal comes to us and we do not, do not like it, what do we do then? What can we do? And Jeremy's going to put this up on the website, and you can share it with anybody you want. Okay? And it's something that, that came to me, and this is what it says. And this is what you'll print this off, give it to all your carriers, have them sign it, and mail it in. This is what it says. To the executive council, as you embark on this round of contract negotiations, it is essential that you deliver for the city letter carriers of branch has a space for your branch. We are tired and we are frustrated. The current contract fails to meet our basic needs, both economically and in the day-to-day -day trials and tribulations of being a city letter carrier. We stand united for a contract that restores the dignity and pride of our profession and rewards us for the fruits of our labor. In addition to the inadequate pay, we must also address issues like contract compliance, staffing, mandatory overtime, and work schedules. We know this time around will be a heavy lift, but this is the most important round of negotiation since we achieved the right to collectively bargain in 1970. We have borne the weight of our employer's failures for far too long. We can't accept another contract where management is comfortable ignoring the terms. We can't accept another contract where the work rules don't make sense and we are made to pay for poor management decisions. It's no wonder the employer finds it difficult or impossible to hire and retain city letter carriers in many offices. We wish you success in your endeavors on our behalf. However, a bargain that fails to address what ails us will not be ratified by the members of branch, and it has your branch. He's going to put that up. City letter carriers, it's time for us to stand up for us. Nationwide, It is time for us to stand up for us. And if this contract is a bunch of shit, we need to fill this out and send it in. We need to quit signing on the dotted line for straight shit. And that's what it is. 
The last few contracts, management and union have handed us bags of shit and told us to like it. And we've taken it. I'm as frustrated as I've ever been with my union. And maybe you can tell. <laughs> you know, today's episode was not good. And I apologize. But I am sick and tired of seeing failures in positions like our business agents. Complete fucking failures. Unbelievable. Shop stewards, complete fucking failures. Branch presidents, complete fucking failures. Nothing being done. Nothing being done for my people. I tell you that I love you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I wish I could represent every city letter care in this country. No, I know that we'd be kicking the shit out of management. I know that for a fact. I, I will not tolerate anybody fucking with my brother and sisters. We have a lack of love and an abundance of cowardice in this country as far as our leadership. It's a shame. It really is. Well, all we can do as city letter carriers is love each other. That's all we can control until it comes time to vote. And vote these sorry, cowardly motherfuckers out of their, out of their positions. That's all we've got. we got the right to vote. And vote cowardly son of a bitches out of their positions. Shop steward ain't worth a shit. Vote his motherfucking ass out. Branch president ain't, ain't worth a shit. Vote their motherfucking ass out. Your business agent ain't, ain't worth shit. Vote the cowardly chicken shit motherfucker out of office. We have got to stand up for ourselves, city letter carriers, because nobody else will do that. Nobody. It is on us. I don't rely on nobody else. I, I can't rely on anybody else. I have fought my fights, and I'll continue to do so. And I don't mind doing it. It's up to us, city letter carriers. you got to love each other, Right? If we're going to be what we should be as a union, it, it starts with love. All right. Hey, I'm sorry about this one, y'all, but th that is a burden that's been on me with the things that I've seen. Unbelievable. All right. Nothing next week. Okay. Um, I'll be in training down in, Tuna, uh, down in Biloxi. And then uh, John will be on, and then I'll be back with um, – with some salted peanuts. We'll get back to educating, all right? But I love you. I love you. And I mean that with everything in me. I do. And I wish I could be on your workroom floor. And we would raise some fucking hell. We would. I'd show you how to raise hell. We would disrupt some shit. But I love y'all. I really do. Y'all have a great week. I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks.